0: Welcome to Launch Chat, where we answer your startup questions every single day. I'm your host, Jay Kerr, founder of Launchpeer. And in today's episode, we're going to be talking about what you should do if your marketing just totally flat out sucks. (laughs) Um, Adam from Little Rock, Arkansas has had a startup for a couple years now, seems to have tried every marketing tactic he could possibly think of to grow a startup. Nothing seems to be paying off. So Adam asked me what I would do if nothing seemed to be working what I would decide to do next. How would I pick the next tactic? What tactic would I pick? How do I know at just what point it's just nothing's going to work and I should just shut it down and call it a day and start working on something else. Today's question comes from Adam in Little Rock, Arkansas. He writes in, My startup has been around for a couple years now, and we've had a very hard time getting traction despite trying a bunch of different marketing tactics. We've tried things like content marketing, paid social media ads, PR, but nothing seems to get us the traffic and users we need to substantially increase our monthly recurring revenue. If you had tried everything you could think of to grow your business, but nothing worked, what would you do next? How would you decide what things to try next? And at what point do you decide to just shut it down because it's not going to work? Hey Adam, so thanks for your question. I'm gonna take it in a couple parts, okay? First, I'm gonna assume that what you're saying is is a lie. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna assume that not everything that you've tried has worked miserably, and this is the reason why I say that, okay? The first year and a half that Launchpeer was in business, and I'm very open about this, we weren't doing very well. We had tried Facebook ads, we had tried content marketing, we had tried going to events, we had tried sponsoring stuff. Nothing seemed on the outside to be really driving results. And I I wanted to give up, I wanted to just stop everything. It was really, really frustrating. Every founder kind of goes through this point where they're either not able to grow or their growth plateaus and they don't know what to do next. That could be really, really frustrating And for any founder who's a real entrepreneur, the worst thing that can happen is not seeing a path to grow. Like when you feel like you're on a hamster wheel and you're just spinning your wheels, you're working 80 hour weeks and nothing seems to be making a difference. That is the worst place you can possibly be as an entrepreneur. Um, So I understand where you're coming from. Now, When I say, I I assume you're lying because I was lying to myself back then. Not everything we were doing wasn't working. It just wasn't working the way that I wanted it to work or I couldn't see that it was working because what I was doing is a mistake that a lot of startups make, which is they try these really small experiments. Like I'll give you an example of something that I used to do that I probably wasted thousands of dollars doing. I would create a Facebook ad Run that Facebook ad, you know, spending like $20 a day, let it run for three days, and then be like, Man, I hardly got any clicks, or I'm spending a lot on uh, per click. I'm going to turn it off. And then a couple days would go by. I'd create a different Facebook ad. I'd do the whole thing over again, and then the whole thing over again after that, and then again, and then again. (laughs) And I did the same thing with content marketing where I'd be like, Okay, we need to publish uh, one post a week. I'm going to go turn out content as fast as possible. And so I would write these, you know, 500, 700 word blog posts, get them published. And then no likes, no shares, not a lot of traction, not a lot of traffic to our website. Didn't really see a lot of results. And I was like, all right, that's not working. Did that for a month. Let me move on to the next thing. Okay. Let me try doing live video on Instagram. Did a couple of videos. Didn't get a lot of traction. Didn't get a lot of stuff going Oh, That's not working either. Let me toss that out and try something else. I went on that cycle for a really long time before I really diagnosed what our problem was. And for every startup, it's different. So I can't tell you what your problem was. I I know our problem, it was the messaging. We were trying to focus on too many people at at one time. So instead of our content and our posts and our Facebook ads being targeted to an individual type of customer, we were targeting everyone. I talked about this um, in basically any interview that I give that they talk about our our original story. I started LaunchPier to work with startups, but really quickly I lost sight of that because I saw a lot of my friends who had agencies that they were building making what seemed like a lot of money doing anything for anyone, healthcare companies, big corporations, governments. And I was like, man, if if it's working for them, maybe it'll work for me too. So let's do that. And that did not work well for us. When we figured everything out is when we got back to the core of what we wanted to be building in the first place, what our mission was. That way, all of our ads, all of our copy, all of our content, all the resources that we have, the podcast episodes that we're doing now are all focused on our ideal type of customer. And back then it wasn't that way. So that was the problem that we had. Once we figured that out, it made all the marketing a a lot easier. So first I would go and look back at those tactics that you tried and see if you made those mistakes. Did you try to run really small experiments where you couldn't even get enough data to even see if it was actually working? Um, That's the first thing I would do. Now let's just assume That after you do that, it looks like none of that stuff still was working, okay? None of the content marketing was working. None of the social media was working. None of the paid ads was working. PR, nothing really got you any measurable results. I think that's probably not hundred percent accurate. Even with me, I was getting clicks. I was getting people scheduling calls. It just wasn't nearly enough for me to feel comfortable spending that much money for how much money we were making on our customers. Okay. So on that note, I would also make sure that as you're going through this, you have that number in mind because as I'm going through and I'm determining whether a marketing tactic works or not, I am more than happy spending $500 to acquire a customer that is making me $300 if I know that that's actually what happened. Okay. The worst thing that you can do in marketing is not knowing your numbers. So one of the things I didn't do the first year and a half is I didn't have that stuff in place. So when I spent $20 a day on Facebook ads and at the end of those three days, I was like, Oh, well, I'm out 60 bucks. Like, and then I'm out another 60 bucks and then I'm out another four hours of time, or I'm out however much time it cost me to pay that content marketer who I hired to come on and write blog posts for us. That's the way I would look at it. I didn't look at it from the point of view, okay, well, my Facebook ads didn't work, but this is the level to which they did not work. Like You need to spend enough money to be able to actually have real results. So let's just say today, I turned on Facebook ads and I ended up spending $5,000 on an ad and we got one customer who paid us $3,000 to do something. Okay, Well, yeah, that sucks. Like we spent $2,000 more to get that customer than we made. Plus that doesn't even factor in profit margin or any of that stuff. But at least I know that number. Like, and I can then start to do something about it because then the next time I run a Facebook ad, I need to get that 5,000 to 4,000 and then that 4,000 to 3,000 and 3,000 to 2,000. And this works at scale too. If you're charging a hundred dollars a month for an app and you know that your typical customer stays on board for, six months. Well, you know that every customer you get is worth $600. So if you're spending $700 to acquire a customer on the face of it, that can look really like terrible, like horrible. And you don't want to, that's not going to help you scale your business. But if you know that at least, you know, like You have a number that you can start working off of and saying, okay, the next time I run Facebook ads, I'm going to get it from 700 to 600. And then from 600 to 500 and 500 to 400, 400 to 300, 300 to 200. How can I measurably improve every single time I run a Facebook ad to get it down to the result that I actually want? Okay. That's what I would be focused on. Now let's flip, do the flip now and say that let's just assume that everything Adam said is completely true. None of that's working. What would I do today in order to figure out what to do next? Okay. Well, what I would do is what I'm comfortable with, like what I know the most about. And for me, I personally know the most about running Facebook ads, running PPC ads like Google ads. That's what I know the most about because with those tactics, I can actually see results in real time. With social media, it's hard to see results in real time except for vanity metrics. With PR, it takes a long time to get results because it takes a long time to get in the press. You don't know what that traffic is, where it's coming from. PR and SEO are usually long-term plays. Like it's gonna take a long time to see results. But with PPC ads and Facebook and Google, I can see results right now. I can see how many people are gonna click on my ad, how many people are gonna convert into a customer, how many people are gonna get in my email list. I can track all of that stuff back and so I know exactly how it's working or how it's not working. So that's what I would be spending my time on is focusing on tactics, one, that I'm comfortable with, and two, that are very, very measurable. I would focus on those. And so for me, if I had to start over from scratch and Launchpad didn't have any marketing stuff in place, what I would do, and I know the term is a little overused today and I don't like using it, but I would start building out basically a sales funnel for me. So what that means, and I think we're probably gonna do like a sales funnel for startups webinar pretty soon here because a lot of customers have been asking us about that. Like, what is it? How do you build one? Does it work for SaaS startups? And I'd say yes to all three of those. So basically what that would look like, and, and you can see examples of it on our website, is I would run ads to some sort of free content using Facebook. So a free download, a free webinar, a free checklist, like whatever is pertinent to your ideal customer, have them opt into that. And then on the thank you page, once they've opted into that, say, hey, it looks like you're interested in this ebook that has to do with X, Y, and Z. Well, hey, did you know that our products, we have a 30-day free trial, and if you opt into it, we solve that problem for you too. And I would build that out and start saying, okay, well, how many people opt into my, my free download or checklist or webinar? Great. Okay, how many of those people that opted into that are now opting into my free trial or signing up for a paid version or whatever like that's the first thing that i would set up that's an easy easy thing to set up that takes you like maybe a couple hours to do in full if you don't already have lead magnets in place but that's the the kind of funnel that i would set up because that i can measure right now i can literally set that up in like 30 minutes i think on the webinar what we're going to do is like actually set one up for someone who's in the audience and just get their information beforehand and then like just build it live if they're comfortable doing that but that's what i would set up Now let's move on to the question about like, at what point do you know you should just shut it down? That's a really, really hard question for me to answer. Typically when I give startups the advice of whether or not they should shut down, it doesn't really have to do with the numbers as much as it has to do with how they feel about everything. Once you lose motivation for your startup and you lose traction and you start feeling like every day is just a grind, that's usually when I tell startups, like maybe you should think about shutting this down. And it's not like every entrepreneur and every founder doesn't go through times like that. It's really person by person dependent. And some founders can go through that and last a long time feeling that way before they kind of get out of that funk that they're in. For me that lasted for a few months where I was in that funk and then finally decided to just completely throw out our business model and our branding and everything and just start from scratch. So it's hard for me to answer specifically when you should decide to shut down your startup. I'd say if it starts affecting you personally and your family personally in really, really negative ways that you, can't, you would never be able to make up for, whether it's so much debt that you'll never be able to get out of it, or it would be nearly impossible to get out of it without making some very desperate decisions. If it's affecting your marriage, if it's affecting your personal relationships to the point where they're being permanently damaged and there's you don't see a good way of repairing those things. That's when I would really start thinking about shutting down. But again, all of that stuff is more personal. That has nothing to do with like your numbers, your MRR, none of that stuff. Because that I've seen startups who had terrible MRR numbers or terrible acquisition costs and they got out of it. But the difference between them and another startup is that they they knew what those numbers were and they could actually do something about it. So today, Adam, and for anyone else listening to this, if you're having a problem doing anything with marketing, I would first set up that funnel, like I mentioned earlier, and start measuring and getting that exact number. Spend as much money as you need to, to find out what that number is. And then you can actually start doing something about it. Okay. And once that webinar is up, I'll I'll talk about it on the podcast. So you know about it. We're probably going to do it within the next couple of weeks. So if you're interested, we'll talk about it here and you guys can sign up for it. But Adam, good luck with everything. Know your numbers. If you don't know them already, go get those numbers and then start doing something about it. Thanks for listening to this episode of Launch Chat. Recently, our team has wanted to put together a community of founders just like you, and that's exactly what we're doing. If you head over to launchpeer.club, you can join our free Facebook group with founders trying to build, launch, and scale their tech startups. You're going to get personal help from our team at Launchpeer. We're going to be doing regular Facebook Lives and trainings that are only going to be available in the group. So if you're interested, head over to launchpeer.club to join. And if you haven't already, go over to iTunes or whatever podcast host that you listen on and give us a rating or review. It helps us spread the word about the podcast. And the more founders who listen to this, the more questions that we'll get. And again, thanks for listening.